Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The first reading for the Feast of All Saints is from Revelation, from the Revelation to St. John, chapter 7. After this, I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple, and he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor the scorching heat. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, it is pretty obvious that we as a society are reaching complete exhaustion. Some are saying that we are approaching a mental health breakdown in America right now. I think they're right, to be honest. I think they are indeed right. Ask anyone if they're anxious or depressed or exhausted right now, and you will find that it is quite prevalent among those in our society. People are tired. They're anxious. They're exhausted. In fact, recent statistics show us that one out of three Americans struggle now with the challenges of life, right here and right now. Now, the reason why is quite obvious. It is 2020, right? 2020, the year of all years. Over the last seven months, people have lost their jobs, and they've been locked down, and they've been quarantined. Schools have been closed, and then opened, and then closed who knows what's next? Churches have been closed and opened and closed. We were once told not to wear masks, and now we're being told to wear masks. And the rules with social distancing, yes, those rules about social distancing are coming up every week. We need to keep three feet away, no six feet, no ten feet. COVID-19 infection rates have spiked, and then they have flattened, and then they have spiked yet again. 
We're told to be of good cheer because we did not have 2.2 million deaths due to COVID, but we're also called to be sober and alert because COVID will take another 200,000 lives by December. Well, and to make things worse, drug use and drug overdose are up drastically in our culture, especially here in Minot right now. And to make things even more worse, there are politics. Let's not get started with that. Everyone is upset with politics in an election this week. And let us not forget that there are hurricanes to the south and wildfires to, yes, the west and riots to the east. And so, my friends, we're fatigued. It makes sense. We're depressed. We're lonely. We're full of despair, mainly because of the pandemic. Well, doctors and psychologists, they're noticing this too. They've actually, get this, they've actually coined a term for our fatigue. They call it, get this, pandemic fatigue. You heard that correctly, pandemic fatigue. Now, what is interesting is that even though pandemic fatigue may be new to many people for really how often in our lifetime do we go through a global pandemic, well, it is really not that new according to history, the history of our world. Indeed, everything that we have experienced in 2020 is not really new. It has happened before and it will continue to happen year after year, beyond our lifetimes. Remember that history, well, it repeats itself. Yesterday's problems are tomorrow's problems, and contrary to what some say, this life under the sun is not getting better and better and better. Life under the sun is the same old grind that has always been. What happens today happened before. History repeats itself. Now, dear friends, there is a painful reality. Indeed, there's a painful reality that we try to avoid in this life. And that reality is that this life under the sun, this life under the sun, the life here and now, is full of trials. It's full of afflictions and pain and tears. And the painful part of that is that there's nothing that we can do about it. The old theologians used to call this life that we experience under the sun the valley of tears. The Apostle John, we heard the Apostle John talk about this life as the great tribulation. I think these are very fitting terms for life, perhaps even better than pandemic fatigue, the valley of tears, the great tribulation that we all experience. Now, when we say valley of tears or we say the great tribulation, we refer to this life that is full of difficulties. But again, we do not like to admit that this life has problems. Problems, they make us nervous. They make us uncomfortable. They make us uneasy. And so if there's one thing that 2020 has done right and done well, it is this. 2020 has shown us the real nature of life. That life is not easy. 2020 has not allowed us to escape the comfort of our houses or the distractions of those screens we put in front of us, our imaginary bubbles that we live within. Yes, 2020 does not allow us to escape and pretend that we're okay. 2020 has not allowed us to pull the sheets up over our head, as they say, or put our heads in the sand. 2020 has brought us to the reality of what our reading from the book of Revelation addresses. You see, in our reading from the book of Revelation, that first reading, the epistle reading, we hear about a great multitude of people who made it, get this, through the great tribulation. 
Keep in mind that this great tribulation is not some distant future event that has yet to come, and this great tribulation is not some historical biblical event that happened in the past, but instead this great tribulation is the present valley of tears that every Christian of every generation on every continent experiences through their daily pilgrimage on earth. You see, the Apostle John, he uses the imagery about this valley of tears that we live in. He uses this imagery of his words in this text from today. He says that there is hunger and thirst and the sun and scorching heat. This imagery, it shows us that this life is tough and it is full of hardships and trials and affliction and pain and weariness. This great tribulation, this great valley of tears. No food leads to weakness and an aching stomach. No water leads us to a parched mouth and dehydration. The sun burns our skin and the heat makes us tired. All, again, imagery that shows us the wear and tear of life. Again, this imagery is used to describe not only the physical hardships that we experience in this life, but also those emotional struggles, those struggles of the soul, longing to be spiritual whole in a world that has gone wrong. But what does John mean when he says that this great multitude came out, yes, came out of the great tribulation? Who are these people who have made it through the great tribulation, who have made it through this valley of tears? When the Apostle John sees that vision of millions upon millions of people covered in white, it's just such a great vision, covered in white, before the throne of God, get this, he sees you. He sees each and every one of you. Let me repeat that. When the Apostle John sees that vision of millions of people covered in white who have made it through that great tribulation, he sees your face. He sees you. In that future vision, he sees you in that crowd dressed in white. Baptized saints, is 2020 a challenging year? Yes, it is. We all have to admit that. Will you make it through 2020? Yes, you will. Even if you have pandemic fatigue. And will you make it through the hardships of 2021? Yes, you will. And how about the troubles of 2022? Yes, you will make it through those too. You see, every year that we live in this life under the sun, in this valley of tears, through this great tribulation, brings with it hardships and trials that we all experience. That is to be expected. That is the nature of this valley of tears. That is the nature of this life under the sun. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties and have suffering. But take comfort. The Lord Jesus has conquered this world. He promises you that you will come out of this valley of tears to the glorious new creation. And so, baptized saints, if you are tired, if you are weary, if you are worried, if you're full of suffering... Lift up your chins. Yes, lift up your chins this day. Open your ears. You will make it through 2020. Because you are a part of that great bunch of forgiven sinners of the past generations, the present generation, the future generations who Christ will gather together. That great bunch of forgiven sinners clothed in the blood of the Lamb, made white in his forgiveness of sins. Those great saints that he will gather to himself at the very end of time and place in glory John's future vision is not, keep in mind, some ethereal, fictitious dream, but a glimpse of your future. 
It is a glimpse of your future. It is a glimpse through all the pain and the suffering, that veil of tears that we find ourselves in. It is a glimpse through all of that into the reality of your future. Yes, your future. Take courage right now, baptized saints. In spite of everything else, take courage right now. Through Jesus, you have been washed clean of all of your sins. You are baptized into Christ, which means that there's no condemnation for you. You're baptized into Christ, which means that you're given a robe of righteousness that covers all of your guilt. And as a blood-bought, baptized Christian, the Lord Jesus promises you that he will not only sustain you in the present reality of 2020, but he will sustain you through this veil of tears. And you will have that glorious new creation to look forward to. And this glorious new creation, let us keep in mind, this new creation, this glorious new creation that John sees us a part of in some point in the future, that great last day, that glorious new creation is not some dreamy plastic reality where you you somehow bounce on heavenly clouds as a misty spirit. It's none of that nonsense. Tragically, some people's view of heaven and glory are so lame that it makes this present valley of tears quite appealing. No, John does not advocate or say that you will be some misty, ethereal spirit bouncing on heavenly clouds. That is not how it is. John says that the glorious new resurrection and that glorious new creation that you will be part of someday has no more hunger, no more tears, No more scorching heat and no more thirst, but shelter. That is safety. In other words, in the glorious creation that you will be a part of, there will be no more anxiety. There will be no more depression. No more exhaustion. No more distress. No more affliction. No more loneliness. And no more pandemic fatigue. Your body that takes a beating in this life and ends up scattered into a bunch of dead particles in the ground. And your soul that suffers much stress and chaos in this life, that body and that soul, they will reunite at the end of time and be ushered into the glorious new creation. You, right now, your entire being, your body and soul together will resurrect from the grave someday. But get this. You will be incorruptible. You will be powerful. You will have the very same body that you have now in the glorious new creation, but a body without physical defects, a body without the traces of age, the body without the traces of suffering, since all of these are a consequence of sin. And as we know, in the glorious new creation, there is no sin. Body and soul reunited, perfect. And it is worth noting again, you will no longer be in this valley of tears. The Lord promises to see you through this great tribulation out of this valley. He will see you through 2020. Yes, he will see you through death, most most certainly. And so, my friends, whatever else 2020 might bring, we shall not be caught off guard. It shall not alarm us. And we shall certainly not waver or fear for John has already seen, in, seen us in his vision. He has seen us in that vision, in the future of the glorious resurrection. The Lord will see to it that we will come out of 2020. He will see to it that we will come out of the great tribulation. This, my friends, is most certainly true. Indeed, it is most certainly true. In the name of Jesus, amen.
speaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.